Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, back for another edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts on location still. Uh, don't get too excited. We're not taking like an entire month off or two weeks. <laughs> that's uh, right. We, that's right. We do two of these at a time. So uh, as you probably it happened to fall around the fourth, though, hey, we're going ahead right. and doing the recording. And I see the dog. The dog's out there behind you doing. Oh, the yeah. Thing. You'll probably hear her now. So she's she loves the water. She's out there chasing the stick in the water with the kids. So nice. That's all. That's what it's all about. That's what it's that's all about. Right. Mine's that's walking right. around down here below me, but uh, she's too short. You won't see her. So, uh, yeah, we're on location again. Well, I'm, I'm on the back porch uh, out by the pool. And where are you at again, Phil? We're up in Traverse City. So okay. this is a Cedar Lake. Nice. Cedar Lake. Oh, yeah, I haven't been there in a long time. Yeah. So you got the camper out and got the yep, kids. Yep, campers kids. in the, the backyard. So we bring our own quarters up to mom and dad's because everyone comes up oh, for the, okay. the fourth. And the house gets a little full. So Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, we won't keep you too long. We're going to talk about what kind of retirement we are living for. I thought it was kind of appropriate considering where you're at and the uh, and the cool vibes that you got going on and the chill vibes that we're having today here on the show. So but the I saw one of the kids go by earlier. I saw the dog yep. go by. So spending more time with family. That's my first one on the docket. It works very well yep. for where you're at, obviously. Um, when we were talking a couple of weeks ago, trying to plan out what we were going to do, were we just taking it off? We were going to hop on and, and spend a few minutes chatting. You were like, no, let's go ahead and talk about it because I mean, yeah, it's the whole it. point is yep. that I'm on vacation, but at the same time, this is what retirement's meant to be. Absolutely. Yeah. And so spending time with family, a lot of times that is a key. You know, you um, if you've got kids that have kind of migrated all over the country, you know, so maybe now you can spend more time with them, you know, take time off and travel around. But that there's obviously a budget that needs to be built around that, especially right. if you're going to be flying or however you, you travel to them, or, you know, maybe you get a motor home and you know, drive around or, you know, fifth wheel, whatever your, your mode of transportation is and drive it around to, to see the grandkids. So yeah, spending time with family is, is often key because now you're, you don't have that focus of work anymore and you can come back and, and spend time with the kids and grandkids at that right. point. Hopefully. Maybe a, a summer cabin, you know, or right. place on the lake that they can make that family focus that the, the kids and the grandkids can come back mm -hmm. to. So, yeah. And it's not cheap. I mean, retirement is not cheap folks. We've talked about this quite a bit. Uh, right. We're going to want to buy stuff. We're going to want to do some things, you know, so on and so forth, especially if you've gotten comfortable with uh, for those folks who want to spend their retirement money, you know, then there's things that are going to cost you, you know, Phil, you guys took the fifth wheel up there. A lot of folks yep. been doing that the past couple of, you know, I don't know, year and yep. a half and it's not cheap. No, no, it's not. I mean, you got to have the, the truck to pull it and the gas and, you know, everything else that goes with just maintenance of it. So, yeah, it, it's, again, something you have to, not, not to get into the budget word, but, you know, have a, a spending plan, you know, understand what those costs are versus just diving into it. Right. You know, to, to see, so can I really afford it? Can I, can I put that together? Does it work? So then how do we go about allotting stuff for that? Is that something that you do when you're going through with your clients and you're helping them structure things out as we're getting closer or into retirement saying, okay, we're going to pull from these various buckets for the fun money or for yep. the, you know, whatever, like, how do you go about doing some of that? Yeah. We always start with building, you know, kind of that base level spending, you know, what does it cost you a month just to live? You know, if, if not all the extra fun stuff and things like that, but just maintaining your house, the utilities, you know, groceries, clothing, all the different things, you know, back to, I hate to use the budgeting word again, but, you know, back to that 
understanding and it doesn't have to be the the specifics of it right you don't have to know well this is how much i spend on this and track every penny but just know roughly okay it's you know my net spendable income that i need just to live right is three thousand four five ten thousand i don't know whatever it is for you you know and then that that base level you have to have you know and then all the fun stuff kind of get added on top of that so then that's the the travel and, you know, vacations or whatever else, you know, that you, that you want to build on top of it. So are we talking bucketizing sort of like we would think about with our uh, income streams where we've got our yep. now money and then we've got our later money? Yeah. And that, so once we understand, well, here's how much I need, then we position assets according to those buckets. Yeah. So we'll, we'll position money in that now, soon and later bucket concept. Now is money in the bank. That's just emergency. You know, but the soon money is money we're going to be spending in the next 10 to 11 years, mm-hmm. you know, so especially in those early years, those go-go years, so to speak, if, if you're right. doing a lot of travel or I've got one client that, uh, or several clients actually, that golf is kind of their, their thing. They love it, you know, and, and now that they're retired, they can golf more, but golf's expensive, you know, it's not cheap to have clubs and the, you know, the, the, uh, the fees and, you know, everything else that it costs to, to maybe be part of a club or whatever it is. So. Yeah. Well, okay. So big travel plans, right? That's yep. coming back up on the radar for people now. Uh, at the time we're taping this, I believe uh, at the end of this month, uh, Europe is starting to relax some of their stuff and they're saying they're going to be fully open by September. Right. Um, we're ahead of the the world, I think, in many aspects as far as opening back up and all those various different things. And uh, clearly in vaccinations, we're you know, way ahead of most of the world, but people are going to want to start traveling more and you got to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. This year has been crazy for that because things have started opening up and, and all of a sudden, you know, everyone's wanting to get out of the house. They've been locked up for a year, year, you know, 18 months restricted in what they could do. Right. Um, Had a lot of clients that retired during this time that had big travel plans. And unfortunately they all got postponed, you know? So yeah, that's all starting to pick back up again. But, has to be built in. Do you have the, the fund set aside to, to cover that? Right. So if you, if you did not, okay, so let's just say, Phil, because of what's happened, these rare circumstances that we found ourselves in, if you maybe didn't a lot, a lot to a lot, a lot of money to travel and now you want to, because you have felt so locked down or, or pulled back, Um, It doesn't mean you can't, right? It's just a matter of working with your advisor and saying, okay, how do we go ahead? Where do we create this from? And how do we do this smart so that I'm not hurting myself another couple of years down the road? Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people are hesitant, maybe even to to put together, quote unquote, a plan because they think, oh, I'm locked into this. You know, I I don't want to put it down on paper and this is what I have to do. And I'm sorry, the plan doesn't say you can travel this year, so you're not going to travel. Right. You know, I mean, if that's the kind, if that's the kind of plan that, that you've developed or been at least thinking that that's what the plan is, then or you have, then that to me isn't really a plan. I mean, a plan right. is. I always liken it to my clients of you know taking this trip around the, the U S you're going to travel for three months and you're going to see all whatever it is you wanted to see, you know, the national parks, let's say, or whatever it happens to be, you're going to map it out to make sure you can, you know, how long does it take to get to here and make your reservations and how much is it going to cost? You're going to put it all together. Mm-hmm. That's your plan. You know, but I guarantee you, as you start on that trip, things are going to change. You know, you're going to have a flat right. tire. You're going to find, you know, the big ball of yarn that, oh, I didn't realize that was here. I want to take a day and see that or whatever it is, you know, that wasn't in your plan, but now you want to do it. 
It's you just can, a matter of having flexibility and saying, okay, can I do it? I, I can do that, but now I'm going to have to maybe restructure some other things because, or extend a trip or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell we, uh, we've all watched vacation at some point. Uh, <laughs> back in the day. Uh, and it, I mean, it's really, I mean, you know, it's, it's clearly, you know, a, a lampooning, right. Of, of what yep. travel and vacation is like, but it's not that far off. You know, they took yep. it to extremes, but there's always something that's going to go wrong. You're going to lose luggage or, you know, you're not going to have, you know, great aunt Edna die probably on you, but you know, <laughs> right, right. of that nature are going to happen. So you got to get comfortable with the fact that, in retirement, money's going to come in and out and you're going to have these different things changing. But to your point, and, and Phil, is it, maybe, is it maybe things like annuities that get people feeling like, oh, I'm locked into something and I can't change it? And I'm not saying annuities are bad. They can be a useful right. tool. Um, yep. But because they do have contracts, sometimes maybe people feel like, oh, if I work with an advisor, that's exactly, I'm going to be in a contract for however many years. And that's right. not really what that's all about. No, I mean, an annuity, if you're using it, is, is back to, we've had a discussion before about having guaranteed income. You mm -hmm. know, that really, to me, is potentially where annuity fits. I mean, we'll use them in a different fashion sometimes in our soon bucket because they're safe and secure. You know, we can grow them it, it, typically, at least with inflation, historically, at least. Right. You know, but yet the money is principally protected from market volatility. You know, but there, there's pros and cons. It's, you know, you do give up certain things when you use more guaranteed or you know, fixed type income like that. Right. But it's a matter of just understanding that, you know, uh, and, and making sure your, your plan um, has the flexibility again in it. If, if you have everything tied up in annuities or something of that nature where you're locked in, yeah, you've lost some flexibility because whatever that monthly check or, you know, checks that come in are, that's what you got. Right. You know, there, there's no more Fortunately, no less, but you know, that, that is kind of what you're, you're locked into. So now you're back to that budget, so to speak of, okay, this is what I have to spend, you know, and, and save from that to plan for other things. Well, and, and so an annuity is not a retirement plan, right? I mean, I think that's Absolutely another not. sticking yeah. point. And, and I'm, the only reason I'm bringing that up is because you mentioned sometimes people feel like, oh, I'm stuck in this. If I go get a plan, I'm stuck in some sort of a um, thing I can't change. And can't change, now right? I want to go to the lake or, or I want to buy an RV or whatever. And that doesn't, working with an advisor doesn't mean that you're, you can't do anything you want. It just, they're there to help you you know, design and figure out when can I get it? How can I get it? And what's the best place in the optimal time to do it? Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, our process in doing that is, is we start with a plan. Our, our plans don't talk about investments. They don't talk about annuities or stocks, bonds, mutual funds, any of that. I mean, it's, it's simply understanding the cash flow, understanding, you know, okay, well, we've got social security and, and we know historically it's averaged you know, X for, for year for cost of living. So let's build that in. Right. You know, what is inflation been? So let's build in inflation cost on your, your base level of spending, build the mortgage and all the other pieces and running that math out to see how does it work? Look at taxes. You know, if I do nothing and leave assets structured how they are, everything's in, let's say IRAs and 401ks, what does my tax bill look like? Mm -hmm. You know, how do we manipulate it? So to me, it's that blueprint to start with to say, okay, how do we best, tweak those pieces first. And, and once we understand, well, here's my cash flow. This is what I need. Now we can take the assets you've accumulated and make them work according to the plan. Yeah. You know, so it's to me kind of a blueprint, so to speak, if you want to think of it that way, you're building the house, there's the blueprint first. Let's make it be exactly what you want. Then we come back and buy the material, 
put your assets <laughs> in place to make that happen. So right, right, and hopefully we don't buy the material at three hundred percent. Well, yeah, yeah. If, if you're thinking about doing that right now, probably not a good time because you're, yeah, you exactly. better built that into the budget, which I guarantee no one did. So. Well, we were just talking <laughs> about what kind of right in general. We were talking about what kind of lifestyle you wanted in retirement, or just you know, what does retirement mean to you? If you want to be out at the lake. Uh, like Phyllis today when we're taping this episode or uh, out on the deck. Uh, you know, I, I put this deck on my house last year uh, and it wasn't cheap, you know, uh, you know, even before the, the inflation of COVID, it still yep. wasn't cheap to get it done. But I wanted to get some of these things done now. I'll be 50 in September as I'm getting closer and closer to retirement. I've been working on the pool area in the background, getting that all set for, you know, how I want things to be. And it's the same kind of thing as uh, yep. strategizing for retirement. And maybe whether it's travel, whether it's time with the kids, whether it's charity, whatever it is, a little bit of structure and a little bit of pre-planning goes a mighty long way. Right. Absolutely. It definitely does. And especially, I mean, we mentioned charity. If that is something that you want to build into your plan, I, I'd recommend you look at it ahead of time. You know, a lot of times okay. people will look at having charity kind of in the, in the will or, you know, their trust at the end, which I mean, right. there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. Um, but it, but if you're charitably minded, there are a lot of ways to, to restructure assets and take advantage of some tax benefits today. You know, so um, yeah, if, if charitable giving is is definitely part of your your plan overall, uh, make sure you're talking with an advisor that understands the tax side of that and how to structure it properly. Yeah, a lot of times we'll have conversations around something called a QCD for yep. those who are looking to do something from their 401ks because of yep. or IRAs because of the required minimum distributions. That's right. a great avenue to pursue possibly. Yeah, I mean, so having charitable qualified distributions, the QCDs are, are a great avenue if you don't need the required minimum distribution. So it's a way for you to satisfy that, but then have the money go to a charity. Right. You know, um, could be if you do have a regular giving plan for charities or even wanted to give a large sum at some point, you know, a lot of times we'll help structure that with maybe a donor advised fund, get a significant tax deduction in one year so that then we can offset that with Roth conversions and, and you know, remix your, your tax assets at that mm -hmm. point, you know, help blend you more into to the tax free bucket, you know, so that, yeah, charity, there's a lot of um, points that to be considered when you look at charity and, you know, if it's part of your plan again, how to build it in right. most efficiently, you know, I mean, if charity is something you want to be part of, you know, that you shouldn't let the, the tax uh, dog, so to speak, wag that tail and be the reason you're doing it. But there are some definite tax benefits to take advantage of. And, and, and I got to say, you know, the timing of that particular uh, statement was great. Yeah, I, I, I saw the dog run in the background. The dog went, yeah, the dog went by. <laughs> I so, planned it that way. So. You planned it. There you go. Well, it sounds like everybody's starting to get a little more ramped up. I know the morning's wearing on. So I'll let you go this week. I just wanted to talk a little bit more about, you know, the ideas and the feeling about retirement and really what it's all about. And one of the reasons we chose to do some of this stuff on location, and maybe we'll do some more of this, is because I think it helps solidify the point um, that there's, you know, that's more than just working or more than just kind of sitting around the house or, or uh, you know, sitting on the front porch, even though I'm on the back porch, you know, for retirement, finding what's important to you and, and working through that is a key part of the planning process. It's a key part of the retirement advisor and what you do, Phil. It's how you, it's how you help people get through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that is where it all starts is putting that plan together, understanding those moving pieces first. And then from there, helping clients walk through retirement.
because it's not yep. just a once and done. It's a now, now that we've got it in place, let's maintain that throughout retirement. So. They help you get the the idea and the and the things laid out, and then you start yep. doing the X's and O's, and you make it all you make all the puzzle pieces start to fit. And that's what an advisor brings to the table. And with that, we're going to sign off this week and let Phil get back out there and play with the kids and the grandkids. So we will see you next time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. We appreciate you as always. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you like to use. You can find the information in the show note details uh, or on the screen as well. And you can reach out to Phil anytime. He's on vacation, but you can still reach out to him anytime. So we'll see you next time, Phil. Go have some fun, my friend. All right, will do. Take care, Mark. See you next time here on the uh, podcast. This has been Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Phil? Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.